Welcome to the Excellent Exo Chat with Bill and Nora. Our podcast is meant to educate, inform, and discuss the ever-expanding topic of exotechnologies. If you are interested in exoskeletons, robots, or automated systems, you should listen to us. We will be discussing how these technologies impact you through chats with experts and users from around the world. Hey, Nora, how you doing? I'm great, Bill. How are you doing today? I'm doing great because I have a surprise topic for us. I know, one that you did not tell me we were going to discuss, so lay it on me. What do you have? Deep fake photos. All right, you're going to have to explain that a little bit more. I have not heard of that. Oh, you don't know about deep fake photos, huh? I don't. I do not. So explain it to me and anyone, anybody else who well, doesn't I don't, know. I, okay, so I'm, I'm a novice at this, obviously. Okay. But, but here's my limited understanding. People cannot recognize the difference between a real photograph and a computer-generated photograph. And you're seeing a lot of those on the internet. Even you have deep fake videos where people, just like you and I are on uh, Teams right now, and I can see you, you you can have AI generate it where you have a whole different face and different hairstyle, and that's what I would see, but you would look different in real life. Oh my goodness. Okay. So, <laughs> so in my world, I know this as Snapchat. <laughs> there you go. Yes. So like the, the funny thing where you can put an animal head on you, but this is more serious. This is like, Hey, people are right. m- misrepresenting themselves. Well, of course. I mean, I would imagine that individuals could utilize this to make themselves look like the president of the United States. Or anybody else, right? Or anybody else, for that matter. I mean, I'm sure everyone has seen that viral video of that the uh, lawyer who joins the virtual hearing, and he's in there as a cat. Oh, and yes. And he has to explain to everybody that he's not actually a cat, but he can't get the filter off, and so he's going to continue with his deposition. Right. Right? Um, okay, so I did not realize that that's what this is called, deep fake photos. Now, how is this? How is this done, Bill? Is there an app? Is you know like there what are, is there that? are apps, but it's but it's a mathematical algorithm. So it's it's well, I'm being very simplistic because I don't know any better. But basically, use artificial intelligence to generate a. It's nothing more than a covering over what the wow. current picture is. So, uh, you know, it does a rendering of what the actual video is it defines all the edges and stuff Mm -hmm. and then it covers over that with whatever you tell it to and then if it's a video obviously it has to move with the person and have similar facial expressions and all the things that happen in wow so wow like a simple one is i don't have very long hair at all nor can attest (laughs) But it wouldn't be very difficult to generate a AI mask where right. it looks like I've got giant uh, a giant pompadour hair on there, and I could use this all probably use this all the time, and nobody would know until they met me in person that I actually right. don't hardly have any hair. So, <laughs> so you know this this conversation of AI just in general is always interesting to me because I have a feeling at some point. 
if there are still malls or brick and mortar stores, they're going to auto generate or AI their mirrors. And you can just scan the tag of the clothing that you want to see on you and it's going to generate it to you so that you don't have to continue to change clothes and try things on. They do. They have these things. They have apps where you can take a picture of yourself and try on different clothes and things. So, you know, the old word for this before it became, I'll say fancy, was uh, photoshopping it. You know, Photoshop Uh, is a commercial uh, Oh, yes. I know Photoshop very well. Yes. So uh, I heard that you just did some photoshopping recently. Yes, I I thoroughly enjoy doing Photoshop projects. Uh, <laughs> I currently do them for individuals who will go on trips to Disney or Universal and they have a kiddo who loves Minnie or Mickey or the or the characters in general. And unfortunately, due to COVID, there was a lot of the time there where the kids were unable to get pictures with Right. The characters themselves. And so I have been photoshopping and utilizing, you know, royalty-free images of the, the characters that they love and put them in, in you know, pictures with them and right. alter the images and the brightness and the contrast. And, you know, I like to do that on the side. Um, you know, similarly with people who would go to Universal, I would, you know, they have their wands at Harry Potter World and right. I would make the magic come out of the wands or, you know, have their different um, Patronus spells. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. So Photoshop is something that I I do utilize probably on the daily um, as a side thing. And I I love it. But you're right. It's great if you want to alter things. Exactly. So you've been doing, uh, you know, I'll say fake photographs, but in a very benign (laughs) and helpful way, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's the challenge. It's like we can do all these things like, you know. Uh, I'll tell you some some internal things uh, here with the Center of Excellence is that, you know, one of the things that we we love to hate on is uh, the photographs of a particularly white colored exoskeleton (sighs) that's completely fake. Yeah. Uh, But it's a image that doesn't represent any brand, doesn't represent any particular product, but it gives people the idea. But Right. Again, it's it's fake. So right. how and it do, drives me nuts. Yes, and nuts. it drives Nora nuts. Yes, that's true. That's that's why <laughs> it's even funnier. But but you know, it's uh you know, that's just an example of how photographs that have been altered are used in marketing, advertising, social media, all these other things. Sometimes for benign purposes and sometimes mm-hmm. for malicious purposes too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and also I can see how this can be a serious threat for identity issues. Yes, exactly. So as I was um, just recently talking about, Bill, we were talking about the identity situation and and actually had individuals that I know that had their identity that was stolen in the past year. One of them was actually a friend of mine whose bank wanted to have a video call with her. Right. And the person who had stolen her identity for the bank accounts had her face wow. on social media. And so and utilized her her face. Now luckily during the conversation, the video glitched. Wow. So they were able to recognize that this really wasn't the individual. And then, of course, they had their two-step authenticator on their phones asking, you know, if is this really them? So at the end of the day, it ended up being that 
none of their funds were taken, but still. That's super scary. It is. So, you know, these deep fake photos that we're talking about really can have such an impact on things such as your identity and and it being stolen. Yeah. I mean, you know, I know a lot of folks that got their their information and identity information stolen when I used to work for the the federal government. Uh, It was stolen by another country. And uh, that's that's one of the concerns that everybody that lost their information sort of has is that 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 data could be used for malicious purposes um, from banking to other types of things. And so, you know, it's it's a very difficult situation in this this issue of fake photos. While, you know, obviously the technology can be used for fun things like you do. But obviously, right. it can be also used for things that can cause a lot of harm and a lot of confusion out there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I know, I mean, my father is a is an architectural photographer, and he's done headshots for my mm. brother and I. And when we were younger, when we didn't understand the implications of him putting our headshot in something else, because... I was, I'm a huge Duke fan, and I, I wanted to <laughs> Photoshop myself into a, a Duke basketball game in the crowd, and he wouldn't do it because right. of the, the fact that it was somebody else's photo. Now, of course, at the time, I didn't understand. I was, you know, maybe 20 at the time, but now that, you know, I've gotten older and I've seen how this can impact and how it can really affect people's lives. I, I completely understand where it's coming from now. Well, and it's funny you bring up the, the basketball thing. So I saw this was a, a video produced by the NBA where they had, um, I want to say it was the NBA commissioner, but it was a, an official from the NBA. It was on the stage doing a presentation. And he had another individual up there on the stage. And he took an app on his uh, smartphone, scanned the individual. So basically walked around the individual and took pictures of them. Uh, then they use the app to overlay that individual on an actual basketball player that was playing in a game. And it looked like the individual oh, wow. on the stage was playing and like dunking and everything. It was just like, <laughs> wow. And, and so this was this was for fun kind of entertainment right. kind of things. But it's like the technology has gone so far that it is going to be difficult to. How do we know what is real and what is not real here? How do, how do we put, you know, are we going to need things like we do, you know, with our currency? So when you have currency, especially, you know, not digital currency, I'm just talking about your regular like bills that you have in right. your wallet or whatever. The currency has a lot of things built into it. So, you know, this is actually a real piece of currency. Are we going to have to do something similar to that? for photos and videos and other types of things. Yeah, and you know, you're for as many apps or, or technology aspects that are out there that are gonna help people to do this, you're gonna have that many more that are going to have to identify when it's fake. Right. It's, it's really just an interesting thing. And you know, I'm try- I was trying to think back as to when all of this kind of started or when I started realizing it and I, and you know, when you brought this up, it wasn't necessarily the, the face recognition or changing your face. It was growing up again when my brother had gotten a cell phone 
And he realized that there was a website that you could choose an actor or actress's voice and type in what you wanted them to say. Right, right. Yeah. And then they would say, and I remember because I remember my mom prank or my brother prank called my mom as Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, again, it's just one of those things where it's so interesting for me to realize the how these are going along the years and how they're changing and they're morphing. I mean, we've gone from being able to type in a phrase, right, and our voice be, um, you know, our voice be somebody else's, to now we can actually make ourselves on videos look like someone else. Right. This is pretty amazing, right? It really is. I mean, it really, really is. And terrifying. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's very interesting and terrifying at the same, at well, the same rate. Well, you know, and that's, that's one of the things with, with a lot of emerging technologies is that, you know, there's often dual, if not uh, multi-uses of that technology. And it, it is all encumbered upon us to figure out how the, what's the best way to use it for, for the most good. So, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's really kind of cool. Well, very interesting. So before we close out the podcast today, Bill, if you were going to make yourself look like anyone else oh, no. during you a simplistic you meeting. <laughs> you can't do where this. It, where it would be of no issue whatsoever. Who or what would you make yourself look like? <laughs> You, you 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 know you know I I run the Exo Technology Center of Excellence, so you know who I would have to make myself look like, even though oh, that no. image is probably copyrighted. Probably, probably I know, but why don't you let our listeners know who that's going to be, and then realize that you will need to buy a round of drinks once you say it. <laughs> well, it's Batman, of course. <laughs> all right on that note i'll talk Perfect. to you later bye. sounds good bill have a good one you too bye thank you for listening to us today please share this podcast with your friends and join us next time